Leaving a Legacy is brought to you by HipstersOfTheCoast.com and can be found on the Top Deck app every Friday. You can support the show directly at Patreon.com slash Leaving a Legacy. Magic is power. I am your legacy newbie. This is a very special episode for a few reasons. First off, uh, Jerry and I had recorded an impromptu episode with our buddy and Dark Depths aficionado Tom Hep this week. Unfortunately, Jerry's MP3 Skype recorder failed us and the episode was trashed. However, this gave me a really awesome opportunity to do a deeper dive on something we've been working on for a little while. So as you all know, We've been running a charity drive to help one of our friends and listeners. Rich's son, Wesley, is in need of a liver transplant. The kid is a fighter and has already endured an open heart surgery in order to get on the wait list for a transplant. So about a month or so ago, we started opening up auctions to benefit this cause. And the listeners, our community answered big time. Uh, people like Eric Dupuy of The Old Gods, Michael Ames, Naki Chet, and so many more have uh, stepped up, donated stuff to the cause, um, mailed in bulk, or uh, bid on items. So thank you so much for that. We've raised over uh, $400 already, and uh, we still have some really amazing stuff to raffle off. So keep in uh, touch for that stuff. Uh, so now I want to introduce our friend, Rich. Uh, he's been kind enough to come on tonight hey guys. and talk some magic. Rich, what is up, man? Hey, uh, I'm uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, it's a little bit impromptu, but you know, I'm uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, excited to talk a little bit, give you guys a little bit of uh, background on uh, my son Wesley and everything that he's uh, he's endured. He's uh, you know over the last year, he actually just turned one uh, this past Saturday. Oh, happy birthday, man! Um, That's great. Yeah, we had a little get together at the grandparents. It was uh, it was good stuff. Um, yeah, so. Um, I've been playing Magic since, uh, let's see, so the first time I played Magic was, uh, on, I know Invasion was legal, and I know Invasion was legal because we played super casually, we just had piles of bulk that my friends and I uh, threw together as quote-unquote decks, and I had a little card in there that I remembered the uh, art for, but I couldn't remember exactly what it was, and I actually had a little free time today and started looking into it. It was uh, Frixian Reaper, and... Uh, I don't know, uh, you know, that, that vintage all-star, um, <laughs> uh, Frixian Reaper. It's a, uh, five mana, uh, three, three, uh, in black that, uh, you know, when it becomes blocked by a green creature, it's destroyed and it can't be regenerated. Uh, so, you know, that was about the power level we were playing with. And then I set down, <laughs> uh, magic for years, got into, uh, sports, played a little baseball, played a little football, um, you know, got into girls, all that fun stuff. And then uh, after moving to Charlotte, decided, uh, you know, I needed a little something to get me out of the house. Otherwise, I was going to go insane. So uh, that was about Cons of Tarkir block. Uh, and I've just been playing Magic ever since, like a bit of a fiend. So nice. <laughs> um, that's been good stuff. Uh, I primarily play Legacy. Um, I worked all the way up through the tech tree, started in Standard, played Modern for a bunch uh uh, Lincoln, uh, who you guys have had on, uh, to talk about top decked and you guys, uh, 
you know, are good fans of, uh, of the app is a good friend of mine. He was actually the person that, uh, after legacy nights kind of died out in Charlotte, uh, I met him on a random Tuesday, uh, just in the uh, game shop. Cause I had it free and I was sitting there, uh, and he told me about legacy and I was like, well, you know, what is this? And he sat down and we played, uh, it was a, in weird Esper miracles deck that, uh, had Misha's factory as the win con. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's he's a bit of a sadist. I was gonna um, say grinding and, out those wins, and and like old school food chain. So like with uh, Genesis Hydra and uh, Fierce Empath and like all that uh, nonsense. Um, and I'd I'd never read a Force of Will before, and I remember you know uh, starting in the format, I would I'd have headaches when I got home, just because there was so much magic to keep uh, keep track of. Um, but now it's primarily legacy. I, uh, I'm sleeving up, uh, powerless, uh, Eldrazi, uh, for Friday if, uh, if I'm on the event site, uh, early enough. Uh, so I might be playing Vintage for the first time this weekend. Sweet. Um, no power, of course, uh, but Null Rod goes a long way. So. Yes, it does. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully gonna ride that out. And if not, we'll, uh, we'll be playing a little, uh, you know, Steel Stompy, aka Dosakis, aka. <laughs> Uh, artifact aggro uh, in the legacy event, so it'll be uh, it'll be a good time. Oh, that's awesome! So you said you're you're in North Carolina now, um, but you're from uh, Wisconsin, is that right? Uh, no, actually, uh, my extended family is uh, up in the Wisconsin area. Um, I actually grew up in Atlanta. I was born in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and moved there after you know a year or so. So I'm, I've been a Georgia boy since mm-hmm. you know day one, pretty much. I'm I moved to Charlotte after school and uh you know for work and I've just been here ever since. Cool. So what do you do for work? Uh I am in IT uh for a uh round rubber thing manufacturer. <laughs> uh <laughs> um yeah, I I I work in a sales office. Um mm-hmm. our closest tire plants like halfway across the country. But mm-hmm. um yeah, I do uh, IT, a little bit of uh, Citrix and VMware for the people that are in the know, um, primarily. Uh, and, you know, that's what I do uh, 9 to 5. And at home, I try my very best to wrangle a just barely not walking uh, infant <laughs> with my, uh, by that time, exhausted wife. <laughs> I will tell you, man, with Hive 2, oh, it only gets harder. I can only imagine, man. <laughs> so, so Wes is your only child right now? He is my, uh, he's our only child. Um, he's, uh, he's a year old, like I said. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he has a condition called propionic acidemia, um, which, uh, the, the TLDR of that is, uh, the, the Krebs cycle is part of how the body breaks down, uh, proteins, carbohydrates, uh, lipids, turns it into energy. Uh, one of the portions of that uh, is how the body breaks down proteins. Uh, and uh, it involves um, enzymes that I can't pronounce um, that uh, are usually uh, secreted by the liver. Um, and in propionic acidemia, uh, people don't generate those uh, enzymes. And so, uh, through several, uh, chemical steps that, you know, is a little over my head. I'm, I'm not a science guy. Sorry. Um, 
his uh, uh, ammonia builds up in his blood. And uh, ammonia is neurotoxic. It's you know, bad for uh, the brain and all of that stuff. Um, it usually starts manifesting uh, to begin with. Um, they're lethargic, unresponsive, uh, won't take food, just, you know, seem a little out of it. Um, but, you know, w- without pretty swift action and, and recognition of what's going on, uh, you'll end up with, you know, brain death and just, you know, terrible, terrible things, uh, permanent, permanent nerve damage. It's, it's, it's scary stuff. So you said like now he's on a special diet and it's pretty much manageable now. Mm hmm. But it's one of those things that needs to be taken now rather than later. Exactly. So uh, you can mitigate uh, everything by carefully uh, regulating his food intake at certain times. We still, you know, most kids at this point are uh, sleeping completely through the night. And Wesley is is doing that. uh, But we still have to get up. Um, He has mastered a skill that I really wish that I had, which is eating in his sleep. Um, <laughs> just wake God, up if like, I could eat in my just sleep. Just wake up like subway wrappers all around you. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, how do you get here? Uh, <laughs> but uh, we still get up uh, with a bottle and uh, you know feed him uh, in the middle of the night because he he needs nutrients every mm-hmm. so often. Um, and. So we, we've been doing this, like I said, for a little over a year now, and, uh, you know, we're, we're getting through it, but, uh, it's one of the things that it's not a question of if he's going to have a metabolic crisis, which is, is when, you know, they, uh, start getting, uh, their blood, uh, acidity goes up. It's called, uh, being acidotic. Um, and that kind of starts that downward spiral, um, it's not, it's not a question of if, it's it's when. So when they're sick, it's when their body starts breaking down its own tissues. Because, you know, even if you're regulating what they're putting in, their body is still made of, you know, skin and bone and muscle. And when they start breaking down their own tissues, uh, you can't really regulate what they break down. And so you, uh, you end up with... Uh, the same sort of thing as if they weren't having a uh, regulated diet. And so um, if he pops a fever, if he can't keep food down, uh, we have to take him into the ER and have him put on fluids and have him watched for a day or two, put him on medication just to make sure that, you know, everything uh, doesn't go uh, go badly. Uh, we've had that happen like two or three times. And in the last year, fortunately, uh, nothing really came out of it uh badly other than you know the the very first uh the the very first crisis is is what's called the initial crisis which is when he was diagnosed with uh pa uh about uh two days after uh, after he was yeah born. yeah that's tough i mean you know i have two kids and they're they're either sick or under fevers all the time so it's like you know it yeah it's like you're on pins and needles most of the time right you're just waiting for that other shoe to drop oh yeah no it's it's it weighs on you and you know i'd i'd uh be lying if i said it wasn't stressful but um he he has been you know just a a champion through this whole thing and uh you know he's he's got that you know infectious smile that children have and he's he's just wonderful and uh i i personally kind of feel that he gets us through some of the tough days 
Um, even, even on the days when he's the tough one, cause you know, you're, you're a dad, you definitely know, uh, kids can get on your nerves. They're, <laughs> they're, they're definitely not easy, but, uh, he's, he's just been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I was looking at his uh, page on coda.org, which we, we could probably talk about that too. <clears throat> I'd like to know a little bit more about what they do. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, what a cutie, what a cute kid. Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh. Yeah, he's he's uh he's got five teeth now. Uh, sixth one's gonna pop any day. Um, we uh, we need to get some more uh, updated photos on there. The uh, the one in the kind of plaid shirt, I think he was only like four or five months old. Yeah, so <laughs> cute, cute kid, man. He's uh, yeah, he's he's an extremely photogenic uh, <laughs> child, which is great because I'm not. So he, mu- he, he must have gotten that man. from his wife. <laughs> Same <Yeah>. boat. <laughs> he he must have gotten that from his wife because I or from my wife because I know he didn't get it from me. Um, <laughs> yeah, can you tell us about what Coda is? Absolutely. So uh, the Children's Organ Transplant Association um, is a uh, nonprofit organization that partners with people who either themselves are uh, candidates for uh, organ transplant or uh, have family members who are candidates for uh, organ transplant. Um, And so one of the things that people don't really consider with uh, medical expenses is, um, you know, even if you have... uh, like a, a car you can sell or, you know, things that you can sell that that is taxed as income. And, you know, the, the taxes can really be what can ruin you um, in terms of, uh, you know, medical expenses in, in and above or, uh, you know, even on about the same level is just the exorbitant cost of medical expenses within uh, especially the United States. Um, but basically they, uh, by not doing a, uh, GoFundMe or something like that, where it's income, uh, the money never touches your hands. And so that's one benefit to, uh, working with an organization like this. Um, the other, uh, thing is that it's not just for medical expenses. It's, um, so in, in addition to the actual transplant, uh, my wife's probably going to be relocated to, uh, he's going to be transplanted at the children's, uh, children's hospital in Pittsburgh. Um, so she'll basically be in Pittsburgh for between four and six months. Um, so it, it's living in a, a different city for half a year. It's, uh, expenses related to, uh, rehabilitation and everything, not just for the transplant, but for everything that goes on with that. They, they work with your insurance company. They work with the hospital. They have, uh, all of these contacts that you as just a, a run of the mill person. And, you know, I, I've never had a child that needed a transplant before. I've fortunately never needed a transplant before. I, I don't know the first thing about it, but they have the, the ins and outs and the contacts to, uh, make sure that you're taken care of as best as you can. Uh, and they do a really good job of trying to remove as much of that, uh, that stress and that, um, that burden from the parents. Um, because they, they, they're 
thought process is that our focus should be on Wesley and making sure that, you know, he's getting as normal of a life as he, uh, as he can. Um, and so, uh, it was a resource that was recommended to us, uh, during his initial hospital stay. And I, they've, they've just been great for us. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, so now we're going to do a little bit of a hard left. Uh, can you tell me about your local legacy scene? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I mentioned uh, Lincoln before. Lincoln's kind of been a real champion for legacy in uh, the Charlotte community. Um, but the Carolinas as a whole kind of have little pockets of uh, legacy throughout it. So uh, Charlotte has been pretty cold over the last couple of years. Uh, but over the last two or three, uh, it's really started to pick up. Uh, we fire our weekly. Uh, I, I think it's been maybe two years since we didn't fire, uh, which is great. Uh, we get all sorts of stuff. Um, I myself play a slew of different things. Um, it's it's also uh, we we believe in allowing uh, full proxy, uh, so uh, unlimited playtest cards for like the weekly events and all of that stuff, so people can try stuff. And whatnot, we do a uh, quarterly sanctioned uh, legacy event at uh, our our LGS that supports uh, legacy heroes. Get some game. Um, they're you know online. Check them out. Uh, they're a family run business. They're fantastic. Uh, the Fort the Fortners have been so good. Uh, it's my family. They actually uh, one of the Dominaria. Uh, actually, I, I don't think Dominaria had come out yet. Um, one of the recent pre-releases, um, they did a couple raffles and a couple things and donated the entire proceeds to, uh, Wesley's Code of Fund. And I mean, when I say that the Fortners are fantastic human beings, I, that's the kind of thing that I mean. They, they do so much for the community. Um, there's, uh, a scene down in Columbia, South Carolina, that's, you know, maybe hour and a half, two hour drive. Uh, it's a good day trip. Um, they have some great events. They've got some great players down there. Um, Raleigh, uh, is pretty far from, uh, Charlotte for us, but there, there's people in Raleigh, there's people in Asheville. Um, I think one or two of the guys, uh, in the Patreon chat, uh, on Discord are actually from the, uh, Asheville scene. Uh, I talked to a few of them. Um, and, you know, it's this great, you know, spectrum of some people are super spiky, you know, Grixis Delver, Grixis Delver, Grixis Delver, uh, <laughs> Honda Civic, just, you know, <laughs> I am playing three ponder, like <laughs> innovation. Uh, and then you've got people like me that'll sleep something up on a whim, uh, for the week just cause we like having fun. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I've got the full gamut. I, uh, I, I posted the uh, tournament report on uh, the uh, Facebook group. Uh, uh, you know, one of the uh, Facebook group members suggested I play Imperial Painter at the Atlanta Classic. And so I did that and actually did pretty decent. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I play, uh, let's see, uh, Sneak and Show is probably my go-to if I just want to spike something. Um, I have been a big proponent of Legacy Infect. Uh, that was actually my first Legacy deck. Um, I am a big fan of our Lord and Savior, Bloodman. Um, 
I I am known for packing the uh, Soul Lands and Blood Moons uh, locally. So so something I'm really interested in. Um, you say you have you know your local weekly is is proxy legacy. You know I've seen some shops that want to do five card, ten card, fifteen card, full proxy events, whatever the case is. Um, have you found that it's helped? Uh, I mean, first of all, you know, get people to try the format and get into the format, try new decks, and secondly, actually invest in legacy and actually show up to these events. So, uh, yes, and yes. Um, I uh, I mentioned earlier that you know the my first exposure to legacy was just happening to run into Lincoln at the uh, at Get Some one night. Um, and playing these cards that I'd never heard of and, you know, all these ridiculous strategies. Um, and that quickly grew, um, once we started, uh, it started off fully sanctioned. Um, one of the shop owners actually had the idea to go completely proxy. Um, and, you know, we, we thought it was a little weird, uh, but we gave it a shot and, you know, sure enough, you know, people that were just sitting around, hey, why don't you give the format a try? Uh, these people have been coming consistently for like a year and a half now. Um, and, and, you know, trying new things. It's not always the same deck. I think it's kind of liberating for a lot of people that they know that if they want to play something different one night, um, it, it also helps that Lincoln has, like, I'm not kidding, like a Pelican box, uh, like, you know, two feet wide and whatever of like 12 legacy decks that he brings with him, uh, every week. So people also have access to that, but, um, they, they feel like they can try anything. Um, and it, it just gives them the ability to really fine tune what they like before they ever spend a dime. And I, I'm a big proponent of just being able to play. And so the, the mixing of people being able to try things without a uh, financial investment and me getting to just jam whatever I want on a weekly basis is phenomenal. And I, I can't speak highly enough uh, of that. The other thing is uh, I've seen people uh, on several occasions that, you know, they start with one deck and they hate it. So they try it a different one or, you know, they, they lock in something and they're like, oh, you know, I really love this. Um, a uh, guy, uh, Kyle with, uh, Blackguard Reanimator, uh, my buddy Zach, uh, with Death and Taxes. He's been borrowing other people's Death and Taxes decks for the better part of six to eight months and is finally, uh, you know, taking the plunge and building, uh, his own. Uh, it, there's, it's been stuff like that where people have either seen something that someone else was doing, thought it was cool, proxied it up themselves and tried it and liked it and bought it. Or, you know, they, they're just getting their feet wet. They don't know what's what, and they want to try things, find out what they like. And then, you know, actually take the plunge. Yeah. So what I think is really cool about that too is that it seems like it was the store's own initiative to do the proxy stuff, right? Like a lot of stores might think I'm not going to make any money on singles or people aren't going to buy into the format. But it seems like the store is like, hey, let's get people playing this format. We know it's great. We have the singles here. They're going to get into the format. They're going to buy. They're going to invest. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's so awesome to see that. Yeah, and you know it. It helps that. Um, you know they're they're willing to work with people and they've got decent prices to begin with. But like uh, the fact that they had the uh, they they could see the bigger picture that 
you know, with, with something that requires the uh, financial investment that Legacy does, and it's it's starting to really get up there. It's better to let people try things and be sure of their purchase than, uh, you know, just sit there with the cards collecting dust on a shelf. Um, so it it's worked out really well for us. Um, and uh, hopefully we uh, we keep that up because it's been a ton of fun. We continually see new faces um and we do our best just to be a welcoming community and so um the combination of all that i think's worked out really well for us awesome yeah that's that's great um you know unfortunately uh this episode is gonna be a little shorter than normal just because uh we lost the first one so i have to kind of turn this episode around a little quicker than i normally like to um but was there anything you kind of wanted to go over or talk about before we uh got out of here um, so just a generic thank you, I guess, to the magic community as a whole. Um, it's been mind blowing over the last year, the amount of support, you know, beyond financially, just, you know, socially and everything that's come from the magic community about all of this. Uh, I, I would not be in, you know, the, the shape I would, I'm in, you know, a year later after all this. Uh, without the help from good friends in the magic community. And so um, I got to say thank you to uh, the Fortners for everything that they've done uh, locally um, uh, and a couple other friends that are uh, organizing stuff. Uh, but just, just a thank you to you guys for putting on uh, this uh, charity drive to them for everything they've done for me, uh, the magic community as a whole. It's It's been just insane <laughs> to put it lightly yeah I, I really love to hear that and um what was the name of the store that helped organize some uh some funds for you there get some game they're uh just outside of uh if anybody knows charlotte uh they're just outside of noda um and they're they're a great store um really uh clean atmosphere good people um they're they're they make a very big push to be family friendly like they're they're just a phenomenal place to go, period, but also to play magic. So awesome, awesome. Well, yeah. I'm gonna uh, put that in the show notes. If you're around uh, that area, check that store out. Uh, sounds like a great place to uh, to play magic, and uh, love to see the support for the community there. Uh, all right, so uh, we are augmenting our scoops into the top eight segment. We are now doing scoops and poops uh, uh, since it was so popular last week. Um, I have a few. Uh, I have a couple of scoops. Um, first, I want to scoop in uh, Gray Elman. He is our newest Patreon supporter. Thank you so much for joining the Patreon family. Uh, we saw you on the Discord. It's great to have you there as well. Uh, if you want to support the show, of course, it's patreon.com slash leaving a legacy. Uh, and poops. I'm going to poop on Jerry's MP3 Skype recorder because it lost uh, this entire episode. Um, <laughs> um, and how about you, Rich? Uh, who do you want to scoop in a top eight? Who do you want to poop on this week? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, scoops, obviously, to, uh, get some game for being terrific. Uh, Lincoln Baxter for both, you know, the, the countless hours he pounds into top decks, but also for, you know, pretty much single-handedly reviving Legacy in Charlotte. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll be nice and scoop, uh, Rob Schweitzer for, uh, being, uh, just a great guy, even though we troll back and forth on the Facebook page constantly. Um... To uh, Matt Thomas for not uh, making me want to strangle him at work yet. 
Um, and, uh, to, oh, uh, I almost forgot, uh, Jordan Robbins, uh, for, uh, they're organizing a charity tournament out in El Paso. So if you're in the area and know Jordan, uh, get in touch with him for, uh, for details for that. Poops. We're going to poop on my, uh, oil change light in my car that decided that it needed to come on today. And, uh, the, whatever the uh you know, powers that be are doing with the rail lines near me because it's shutting down just the most inconvenient intersections at the most inconvenient times of day and it's driving me insane <laughs> <laughs> it's not much better up here fuck the mbta <laughs> damn right friggin rail lines man <laughs> they're great and they're horrible oh and a quick scoop uh for wells and hunter to land shark beer <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, how about uh, – I know you're on the Facebook page. I know you're on the Discord. Uh, Rich, how about uh, – like, do you guys do Twitter at all? I mean, do you have any other way people can reach out to you on social media? Uh, so I don't really do a whole lot with uh, with Twitter. Um, I actually don't remember my uh, handle off the top of my head. It is uh, at Spooner it underscore man. Seven. I already got it for you, buddy. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, Rich, th- again, thank you so much for coming on this week, man. It was so good to uh, to have you on. Um, if you guys want to support uh, Rich and uh, so, uh, help him out, um, getting all the the you know the uh, medical expenses taken care of for for Wes, um, you can go to coda dot org. That's c o t a dot org slash campaigns slash cota for Wesley B. Of course, I'll have the link in the show notes as well. All right. So, guys, thank you all for uh, joining us. Um, I really hope this episode came out all right. Uh, I'm actually recording this portion and all of my audio. I had to re-record for this episode, so I hope it sounded fairly natural. Uh, I did my best to fill in as much as I could. Um, but Rich and I had such a great conversation and then I found out, uh, when I was editing that my microphone, uh, just made me sound like Darth Vader for the whole episode. It was completely unusable. So if you made it this far, thank you so much. Please, uh, if you have, uh, some extra bucks in your account, uh, donate for the cause for Wesley B. Um, we're still doing a bunch of stuff on the Facebook page as well. Um, doing a bunch more, uh, raffles and stuff. So we have really raised stuff that came in, um, I have a ton of shout outs to do, but unfortunately I don't have the list in front of me, so we're going to get to them next week. Um, but for sure, uh, please check out the Facebook page, go to Coda for Wesley B. Um, and if you want to find us, you can find Jerry at JMEE3RDR on Twitter. You can find me at Pat Uglo on Twitter. The stream, where we'll be streaming the Leaving Legacy, possibly, it's a 2K for sure, maybe up to a 5K, uh, is going to be twitch.tv slash leaving a legacy. That's going to be at the end of June, June 30th on Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leaving legacy. Find us on Hipsters of the Coast. Find us on Facebook. Join the Facebook group. Uh, you can visit, uh, you can email us, dick pics and deck pics, leaving a legacy at hipstersofthecoast.com. Whoo, boy. This is the third time I've had to record this show this week. Thank you so much for hanging out, guys. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>